Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. to Sharpness suit. Two to win. He'll get one of those round the corner. He might want the second here. He takes it on. Danger end. Sharpness suit's through and Pakistan are through as well. Yeah, incredible. Pakistan are through to the last four. It was only here about a week ago where they looked like they were dead <laughs> and buried. But and someone wrote them off. I did write them did off. They it's are done. Pointless was the words. One man who would have been pretty faithful to the Pakistan camp is, of course, our very own breakfast host and the man I probably prefer working with most times <laughs> in that same chair over there. Oh, he's, look, he's finches on the, he finches on the screen behind well, you. he's more than welcome to come back whenever he wants. Kaya has every match of the World Cup ad-free live. Adam Gilchrist, where do we find you, great man? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Josh, Scotty. Hey, Josh, just take Take it easy there, mate. Don't worry. Scotty and Gilly went all right when we were down. Yeah. Three don't, don't, don't just assume you're going to be sitting in one of those uh, seats. Right? Uh, in your own words there, Goss, whackity-whack-whack. Whackity-whack. <laughs> you, Gil, that was a good show. I pitched it to Hutch uh, over the last week. And it, uh, let me just say there's a fair bit of interest. Take it on board, Eddie. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I am um, in Adelaide. Still, after oh. the uh, weekend's activities here, about to, not far from boarding a plane to head back home. But um, yeah, wow, what a day of World Cup action yesterday! Incredible. <laughs> who who would have thought? No. Who would have thought? So, who's hurting the most, Australia or South Africa? Oh yeah. Um, you meant to say good question. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I was about to. <laughs> I can't. Well I just whack you. I can't just back you up with one of those. Yeah, well played. Uh, yeah, it is. A, you know, it is a good question, Timothy. Um, oh. yep. We, oh, look, I think South Africa would be more stunned, wouldn't they? They'd be shocked more than Australia. It felt like a slow burn um, throughout that tournament, right from the from the first night when Australia were blown away by New Zealand. We, everyone knew that they were playing catch-up to try and get ahead of the ledger by way of run rate and, and trying to keep winning, and, and they did. They kept winning. Obviously, the washout against England probably proved uh, fatal in cricketing terms in the end, whether they would have won that one or not. Anyone's guess, but they were—they were always off the pace. So it felt like a slow, slow churn for them. That the inevitable turned up. Uh, whereas South Africa, I thought they were—they uh, were one of the favourites. I had them absolutely penciled into the semis. I thought their their batting lineup was powerful all the way down. Their pace bowling, and then mixed with some subtle spin. But I was talking to Cambo Ryan Campbell. I, I believe you're chatting with a little bit later on. He. Um, we caught up for a, a cool treat just a couple of nights ago, and I said, "How are your boys feeling about taking on South Africa?" And he said, "Well, you know what? They're, they're you know, they're, they always sort of prepare well, and, and and we talk all the talk before going into it. They're probably a bit nervous, but he said, you know what? South Africa haven't had their true South Africa World Cup moment yet, where every World Cup they find a way to do something wrong, do something. <laughs> they chose, they uh, get the Duckworth Lewis Stern system wrong, they." 
they you know forget to run on the last ball of a tight game or whatever it might be. Um, and sure enough, it turned up yesterday. And but wow. that was credit to the to the Dutch team. Eh? They were they were brilliant. But um, but yeah, frustrating Australia. Hey, I, I thought tactically in that last game, they, they've really exposed themselves there by way of selection, and then even in, within the game, um, some of the decisions, particularly around the batting order and. Uh, when they were trying to trying to chase that, not just a win, but a big convincing win, um, it didn't make sense. The explanations that have come out didn't quite make sense. Were we too conservative, Gil? That's what I was going to ask you. Like we didn't seem to make any changes. So from after that first uh, belting by New Zealand, surely we had to maybe change things around a bit because we were chasing tail the whole time. Were we just too conservative in the end? Uh, I don't know that through the the following game, Scotty, there was too many selection um, issues there. There was, there was a bit of pressure on Pat Cummins, a bit of uh, a few question marks around him. His first couple of games pretty expensive and should Kane Richardson come in? And, and, and Richardson's highly thought of as a, a very um, talented and skillful bowler at the end of an innings, the death overs as we call them. And <clears throat> And he, I mean, he can get it done at the top too. He, he does regularly in, in big bash picks up, you know, early wickets in power plays. But he is respected amongst his peers as a very good finisher, and and that was why the ultimate decision was made of Richardson ahead of Stark in in Adelaide against Afghanistan. But that that just explanation was was a fair way off the pace. I thought in that, you know, he's a good finisher. But what they needed was early wickets. They needed to blow the, that Afghanistan lineup away with. You know, attack, attack, attack. And while Stark's role has changed a, a little bit in the last 12 months, God, I would have thought him charging in with a brand-new white ball, one of the finest that's ever done it with a white ball and, and does it very well with a red ball as well, at the top of the order. If you're a batsman and you're walking out there, you know a bloke's bowling, you know, mid-140s, and he's coming at my toes or at the base of a middle mm. stump. And if he wants, he can shorten me up too. But um, you've got a bit to consider, so... Cummins and, and Hazelwood have, have been good servants there too, but I just thought that was a, a missed opportunity. And then uh, the batting order, you know, you're chasing quick runs. They, they've they've told Steve Smith, basically, you're not in our best 11. We, we probably feel we need a power game. We need aggression. We're going with Tim David. Well, Tim David gets injured. Uh, they bring Smith in. And in, in pursuit of quick runs, they batted Smith at four and Maxwell comes in at six. Mm. And faces thirty balls and gets fifty, but so it was a bit scrambled. It seemed, and there's a bit, a bit for them to consider. There is. Uh, look, and it's easy to now all pile on the Australian team because they didn't make the semis. The defending champions they had soft tissue injuries and and blue bar blue. But a lot of text this morning and a lot of stuff on social media, Gillian. We can believe what we want. The Australian team isn't lovable right now. One is that a vibe you're getting when you travel around with the Australian team at the moment or see the Australian team in action. Or is that just as, as a as a fallout from a disappointing campaign? The, the fact is that the Australians are not the most loved Australian team like they once were. I'll let you say that, for sure. Actually, they're your words, gosh. But we, you only got to look at the, um, the crowds. Uh, the, the, the crowds were down. I mean, there, was, there wasn't a, a feeling of a, a huge excitement um, about this World Cup from from the way that, you know, crowds turned up to the Australian games. Uh, you know, you know, on the flip side of that, look at the what was almost 
a dead rubber to an extent last night yeah. in Melbourne, Zimbabwe versus India, and there's 82,000. Yeah, so that is that's just a whole different conversation, isn't it? That is one of the great phenomena of sport that the Indian passion for the game uh, continues to go to new levels. So that's something that's really positive and exciting about cricket. But, um, but whether whether those crowds being down and the and the appetite or the enthusiasm for the the World Cup is reflective of, of the current team, I've got no idea. Uh, people vote with their feet. So, but again, I don't know whether that's it was just too early in the summer, whether the footy season was just um, just so recently completed that we weren't ready to move to cricket mode yet. Uh, anytime Australia has hosted a World Cup, at men's or women's, it's always been at the end of the summer. So there's a whole build up and and a promotion of it and an expectation for it. But um, yeah, it, it, it felt a little bit flat in that regard uh, around the Aussie team. But uh, you know, I, I'm got no idea whether that's a lack of mm. um, love or interest in in that setup. But uh, we'll we'll see how it plays out over the summer because. There's um, plenty of cricket coming up and there's an opportunity. The other thing, too, is parents' families have only got a certain amount of dollars to spread so far across yep. entertainment. Yep. Uh, and Life's there's expensive, so yeah. much out there, isn't there? Yeah, so you've got to pick and choose. And the Big Bash is always you know, a, a popular one. WA hasn't had Big Bash for a few years, so I would expect that'll be well supported this year. So, um, yeah, there's choices, aren't they? Tough choices mm. for parents to make about... You know where they spend their dollars. Who wins, Gil? Uh, and are you like me oh. and just sort of hoping for a uh, Pakistan-India final at the MCG? I'd love <laughs> to see it again. Oh, wouldn't we all love to see that? Uh, if it could replicate what happened the other night, but uh, or a couple of weeks ago, there, um, mate. Sky, I've got no idea. Throw a dart at it. Throw a dart <laughs> at the dartboard wherever it lands. You're as good a chance as any. I, I promise you. That. And that's wonderful um, expert advice and, and expert uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's... that's the nature of 2020 cricket. Look, look at yesterday. Um, Pakistan, Bangladesh were turning up thinking they were playing a little practice game before they move on to their next next issue. And then the Dutch beat South Africa. So, poor, oh, probably, I think, I think New Zealand will be too good for Pakistan in the semi-final. I think they look like a really balanced, settled team, uh, New Zealand. Um and then England, India, oh mate, that is anyone's guess Huge. there. But let, let, let's, let, yeah, I, I, I'll be guessing, but I'll, I'll guess, I'll guess, India. Yeah, Goss has tipped England to win the whole thing, so rule there, we're lined oh, straight through them. A break, mate. Mm. All righty, Wednesday, New Zealand v Pakistan, SCG, seven o'clock Eastern, and then on Thursday, yep. Indian and England, Adelaide, seven o'clock Eastern. Of course, the finals on the thirteenth. Uh, you're coming home. Are you going back? Are you, you got any of the semis oh, already? Yeah. Coming home. Yeah, doing the semi. Home today. Back over for the semi on Wednesday. Uh, and then we'll see where it lands after that. Yeah, good on you, mate. All right, thanks for joining us. Safe flight, mate. We'll see you at the coffee shop. Gilly joining us on our breakfast, of course, and a regular part of what we do here at SEN. And so I, I think the best host on the whole thing. There it is. Mm. And I reckon when he's not Forward there. Forward to and Scotty next year. Yeah, me too. Big, Absolutely me too. Big stuff. Yep. And uh, it's a shame Hayes is moving on, but that's okay. We'll uh, be fine. <laughs> looking, Goss on the drive. I'm looking forward to the soft <laughs> the shift. Home. Looking forward to the soft shift. Uh, it's one away from 7 o'clock, 15 degrees. Still to come in this next hour, Elijah Hewitt. He's a young man that's hopefully going to be drafted. Brady Mannix, superstar, wildcat. I mean, those who doubted him. Go on. <laughs>
eat it and die. Uh, Perth Wildcats. Eat uh, it and die. And Ryan wow. Campbell's going to join us, the Dutch coach. He has clogged off as the Dutch coach, and he's going to join us. Thank you very much. Oh.